Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. It's already uh, Thursday. Already Thursday. I wonder what the uh, the people, the what, the 60, you what, uh, 3% of Americans who don't have a college degree, how they feel about the uh, most privileged among us. Uh, getting their student loans uh, canceled by Joe Biden for votes. Um, I would venture to say that people are a little uh, a little ticked off about it, to be quite honest. And, you know, this is another indignity. Does this is a surprise to anybody? And, you know, I guess the only thing that I can think of uh, with regard to a reaction to this is um, uh, they don't care. That, that's That's one thing. And then the other question is, how low will they go? How many more times will they rub your face in their excrement like people used to do with their dogs when they went inside and uh, went, on the, went on the potty inside? Which, by the way, don't do that. That's a really stupid and awful thing to do. It's really, they don't understand it. They just think you're being a jerk. Uh, so don't do that. But that's what Joe Biden is doing. He's, he's rubbing your nose in the excrement of the federal government and making you pay for it. That's what this is all about. And i got to tell you, uh, I saw a headline this morning, Democrat civil war over student uh, loans explodes. So let's see the left eat its own. Let's see the left finally realize that they are completely done being the party of the working man. That is over. Or, or, or you know, working woman or transgender man, transgender woman. Maybe it could be a bisexual, transsexual, what the hell ever you are. It doesn't matter. If you didn't go to college, you shouldn't pay for somebody else's college. Biden is blasted as out of touch. Well, no kidding. Unless it involves little girls and, you know, some women. He likes to touch them a lot. Likes to sniff them, too. Out of touch, and he is punishing those without a degree by his own party. That's what they say. His own party says this, and projections say it'll cost Americans half a trillion, maybe up to $980 billion. So somebody can have you pay for their student debt. And honestly, what the hell makes student debt different from any other kind of debt you have to shoulder in your life? It's part of a thing called, uh, I don't know, being responsible. Of course, we've seen the death of responsibility. And I got to tell you also something I've been on for a while, and that is, and, and now I'm really beginning to believe it, because you know, I've got a, a, a good friend who's a college administrator, president of a university, he's a good guy, and, and he's not down with this sort of crap. He's a really good guy. Uh, he just took over a new uh, position uh, after he left my alma mater, which is Northwest Missouri State, which I will never acknowledge again because of what they did to him. But that said, the price of higher education is outrageous ridiculous, uh, exorbitant. Democrats never complain about uh, that price when it goes up, when it goes through the ceiling. Why in the hell does this cabal 
between higher education and the Democrat Party exists? Well, it's because most money that comes from those in higher education, like 97% that goes to uh, political parties, goes to the Democrat Party. Are you just so bloody frickin' sick of this crap? This on the heels of another lie that Joe Biden and the Democrats passed while he was on vacation, the Inflation Reduction Act, which is going to cost oh, another $780 billion like Barack Obama's failed stimulus package when he was in, uh, in office, $787 billion. And then after all is said and done, he goes, well, I guess those, uh, I guess those uh, projects weren't all shovel-ready. When the Democrats say shovel-ready, it means you better have your shovel-ready. Unbelievable. Do you personally, let me ask how many people in the audience make uh, more than $125,000 a year? Individuals. What percentage of people make one hundred twenty-five? Just you yourself. Not all, not very many of you. Maybe 10, maybe 10%. If you're lucky, maybe 10%. What about uh, above 250? Because, you know, everybody below 125 and everybody below uh, 250, you can make 249000 as a couple, and the government is going to pay off each you and your honey bunches uh, student loans to the tune of $10,000, be $20,000. Oh, and do you know what's going to cost the rest of us? Do you know what's going to cost the rest of us? Do you have any idea? Now, I don't know if you know this, the inflation caused by the rapid spending, the rampant out-of-control spending. And I'm going to hold Donald Trump to uh, to the fire too, because uh, the deficit, the debt, I should say, went through the ceiling during his administration too. It was the only thing he really wasn't a hawk on. But now, on top of this inflation that is costing a family of four in America six thousand seven hundred dollars a year, another two thousand dollars a year to you and me. In a time where we're questioning whether we can fill the car with gas, when we're looking at our utility bills and going, wow, like my wife, um, honey, our electric bill is now $400. It was 180 last year. Mm-hmm. Gas bill, holy hell, what the hell? What, what, what? Unbelievable. This is the latest indignity. This is another abuse and usurpation is what it is. Abuses and usurpations. And there's some point when the abuses and usurpations become too much that the people have to do something about it. I'm not talking about a violent overthrow. The FBI is already trying to lure you into that and and go after you like they did the two poor pathetic saps in Michigan. The one guy lived in the basement of a vacuum repair place, didn't even have running water, had to go to a Mexican restaurant to wash his hands. The FBI roped him in. Got him stoned, got him talking about how much he'd like to uh, kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. It was an idea that was planted in his mind by the FBI when he was high and when one of their female agents, or at least one of their female affiliates, spent a night in a hotel with them. They're guilty. They could spend life behind bars for that. That's a lynching, by the way, in case you wanted to know. Uh, lynching happened in the Old West. It was frontier justice. It happened, and it certainly is a stain on America's history. But it served one purpose, and that was to broadcast fear to the rest of the population. And that's what they did to those two pathetic saps in Michigan. They wanted to broadcast fear to those who are angry, to those who are so upset they want to have someone else in office. Not by kidnapping. No, 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 no. None of that nonsense. None of that violent nonsense. 
but people who are just sick and damned friggin' tired of people moving to Washington, D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours. And while they're doing it, paying off all of their friends, all of their donors, all of their green energy partners, Ukrainian politicians who are the most corrupt in the world with your money. Isn't that just wonderful? Rubbing your face in it. Rubbing your face in it. Putting their their, uh, heel in the back of your head. They did it with Afghanistan. They did that to our uh, our, uh, Gold Star families and and, uh, those who came back from Afghanistan after many tours of duty. Many with... uh, Life-changing injuries, blindness, missing limbs, missing legs, losing the ability to have children. And then there's the, the wounds you can't see, the, the PTSD that keeps you in this 500-yard uh, stare and causes your life to fall apart, ends marriage, and sometimes even ends life. But Washington, D.C. marches on, man. They get richer and richer. They never have to cut, do they? They never do. They just take. Because if it is not clear to you by now that you are nothing more than a means of production and taxation to them, then you're a damn fool. And I'm talking Republicans and Democrats. I'm talking about Mitch McConnell and his ilk and Lindsey Graham. Of course I'm talking about Democrats like Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. I, I, I wanted to do a new intro for the show, and, and I'd like to know what you think of it. And then, then I'm going to get your thoughts on uh, how badly you're being screwed. You didn't even get taken out to dinner. You get a bottle of wine, nothing. No candlelight. Usually you're going to get screwed this much. I mean, you, you, better, you better be wined and nined. None of that. Just get back to work. Shut your mouth and get back to work. And if you want to go to work, take the damn shot we want you to take. And then shut up. The number is 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. We, the people, are pissed. Left and right. Conservative and Democrat, not leftist. Hell with them. They're the ones who've been calling the shots. They're the ones who got us here. 75% of us think the country's going in the wrong direction. Do you want to write the ship? Do you want to write it with me? Because we can't do this anymore. We can't suffer these abuses and usurpations anymore. And they're going to do everything they can. And, and I mean, we're just seeing the beginning. Before November the 8th, look what they've already done. Raided Mar-a-Lago. Passed the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Now Joe Biden decides he's just going to wave a magic wand and wave $10,000 of student debt to 40 million people. For votes. Wow. I mean, wow. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I'm not the oldest person in our audience. I'm not the youngest person in our audience. But I would venture to say we have never seen something like this before. So we have a new intro to the show. I'm going to play it here because I wanted something that would encapsulate how you feel about the direction of the country. And I wanted it to rally us to vote in person in November 
not send in a mail-in ballot like they want you to unless you have to. Make sure that you see the mailman pick it up. Hell, you might even take a picture just to show that you mailed it in. And if you see somebody stuffing an unmanned ballot box, you better videotape who's doing it, and you better follow them, and you better get their license plate number, and you better turn it into your GOP associates and law enforcement. Do not send it to liberal media. They'll probably ignore it. But you got to vote, and you got to pay attention because we got to take it back. So here's a new intro to the show. I, I didn't want to be too flashy about it or, you know, maybe uh, uh, you know, ac- accidentally cause people to drive off the road. But, uh, no, actually, here. They called us deplorables. We're not gonna take it. They shut down our country. No, we ain't gonna take it. They say our thoughts are disinformation. is our response, The Rob Carson Show. I'm kind of digging it. How about you guys? You kind of digging that? Uh, I'm, I'm digging that. I'm digging that kind of kind of gives us an idea how all of us are feeling about these uh, elite... I can't say it on the air. They live in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I think we done. 800-922-6680. More on this student loan forgiveness BS. Your reaction to it as well. It is a Thursday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Do not go anywhere. I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. He got 81 million votes. Yeah, right. It's the Rob Carson Show. Don't worry. Here is our dimwit dear leader back from his uh, almost three-week vacation to uh, promise you again that what he's doing to the country is actually good. By resuming student loan payments at the same time as we provide targeted relief, we're taking... Uh, Student loan payments have been due for two years. The rest of us had to go back to work. I worked through the pandemic, didn't miss a damn day. I haven't had to pay a damn thing for two years, and now the president says, oh, we're going to resume, but not until January. In an economically responsible course, as a consequence, about $50 billion a year will start coming back into the the Treasury because of resumption. You, sir, are a lying SOB. The debt. Independent experts agree that these actions taken together will provide real benefits. Who in the hell are the independent experts? I want to know who the independent experts are. Because all your independent experts are full of you-know-what. ...for families without meaningful effect on inflation. Unbelievable. Well, you've already had a uh, meaningful effect on inflation. It's at a 40-year high. So what the hell kind of credibility do you, sir, have? I'm going to tell you, this man cannot stay in the White House until 2024. He is going to have to be impeached and removed, or he's going to be... Uh, have to be removed by the 25th Amendment. 
Here's Liz Warren, who lied her entire academic career to gain some sort of favor by uh, being a member of a uh, underprivileged group. She said she was Native American. She never was. I have more Cherokee in me than she does. And here she is unveiling the real truth about loan forgiveness. It's about votes. I do you wonder, is this the thing? I mean, how are you feeling about the chances of the Democrats holding on to the Senate? Is this the thing? I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And I'll t- wow. What does uh, Liz Warren have to do with you? She's an academic. She's a Harvard academic. She has no clue what you're going through. And here is your uh, education uh, secretary, Cardona, has no idea how much it's going to cost. How much does this cost? You know, the projections are still uh, coming out depending on how many people uh, take advantage of it. Why do we need it? Out of the buy votes, why did it have to happen now? In the height of everything, why didn't you help out families who have to shop at Dollar General right now because they can't afford Walmart? What about that, you jackweed? But let me remind folks. What's the in range, about three Mr. Months, Secretary? What's the, what's the range of possibilities? Well, like I said, um, those projections are still coming out based on how many people take advantage of This is the man who literally worked hand-in-hand with the White House and the AG to go after parents who disagreed with radical CRT in schools. But what we're finding is when the loan payments restart, $4 billion a month is going to go back into it because people are going to start paying. Anyone making over $125... Yeah, you, you stopped it. So don't give yourself credit for restarting it. Dollars will resume payment into their loans. And it does offset whatever uh, funds are being placed to help those who are... You are absolutely full of crap. ...most severely in need um, to get on their feet again. Well, okay. It won't offset the total cost of this over over time. I mean, how will this be paid for? Look, the president has been very clear about uh, reducing the deficit. And... Okay, now here was the question. Go ahead. Time, I and mean, how will this be paid for? Look, the president has been very clear about uh, reducing the deficit. And there are projections, not just from our department, but Moody's, for example, are saying that whatever funds go to this loan forgiveness will be offset by the increase in uh, what we're seeing in loan payment restart for those making under over 125000 So... Concerns about inflation should really be tampered because... It- yeah, you know what? Uh, no, concerns about inflation aren't going to be uh, dampered because you've already driven inflation to a 40-year high, you moron. By resuming student... Oh, that's not what I want. You know what I think? I think I need uh, I think a little... Uh, a musical interlude would be nice, yeah. Jim Gossett, sing to me. I think we need some freedom rock here. How about you kids? When you go to school, it should be a rule. The debt is yours alone. Who wants to change your gender? But not Sleepy Joe. He wants to go and cover all the student loans. He waited to do it, and then he said, screw it, and threw the left of major bones. That's what it is. They say it's not enough, and they're gonna hang tough on the cover of the student loans. Student loans. The government allows you to delay it. Now they say you don't have to repay it. Loan says you're off the hook with this cover of the student loans. Just your money. Joe and the left are into massive theft. The cover has been blown. 
though it don't make sense to transfer this expense with the cover of a student loan. All right, we'll play that again here in a, sh- a few. We've got some audio from Nancy Pelosi and others as well as the show marches on on this Thursday. This is the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com You know, it is uh, pretty amazing. Here's what the uh, President of the United States said before his vacation, his three-week vacation. Uh, how was your three-week vacation this week, this summer, by the way? Oh, you, you didn't have a vacation. Okay, oh, you had to have yours canceled because of the gas prices and inflation and all that? Okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. Uh, here's the President uh, a couple weeks ago. Before I begin today, I want to say a word about the news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. That's his IQ. Today, we received news that our economy had 0% inflation. That was a lie. There is no doubt about that. It was an absolute lie. So uh, if you have any question as to whether this is a lie, then you, uh, you clearly don't understand. By resuming student loan payments at the same time as we provide targeted relief, we're taking an economically responsible course. Oh, no, no. No, no. This is the, uh, the opposite of that, actually, and everybody knows it. As a consequence, about $50 billion a year will start coming back into the, se- the Treasury because of... Re- because you stopped loan payments uh, two years ago, and now you're waiting for to reinstate them until after the election. We get it. Resumption of debt. Independent experts agree that these... Act- yeah, I want to know who the independent experts are, who you paid off. Oh, and here's Nancy Pelosi, by the way. This is just a few weeks ago. Talking about the president can't do something like this. Actually, I think it might have been last year. People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would that has to be an act of Congress. Now, of course, uh, Nancy's changed her tune because she's an insufferable corruptocrat who uh, according to different reports was worth about 120 million about three years ago now she and her drunk husband worth about 300 million dollars liz cheney when she came to congress was worth six million dollars she was in there what about six years she now worth 37 million dollars barack obama never built anything never brought a product to market never did nothing Somebody even ghost wrote his first autobiography autobiography while he was a state senator in Illinois, like anybody could care less. He's got two homes worth about $30 million, one in Hawaii and one in Martha's Vineyard, which is 99% white. 
Joe Biden has three or four houses worth in excess of $10 million. And, and his, uh, his uh, Delaware Beach Cottage is going to get a half a million dollar fence. And you're going to pay for it. Liz Warren's worth a lot of money. Bernie Sanders is a socialist. He's got at least three houses, and he rents out a third. How does that happen? You know, it's, it's almost like we live in an oligarchy, right? It's almost, no, it is. It's exactly like that. Here is uh, Joe Biden being asked, how is this fair to the rest of us who haven't uh, taken out student loans or have already paid ours off? And then, of course, he uh, uttered some nonsense because his brain is made of oatmeal. The president, is this unfair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? Is it fair to people who, in fact, uh, do not own multi-billion dollar businesses and see what these guys get them all attached to? Is that fair? Is it fair you, you can't uh, open multi-billion dollar uh, businesses and not pay the taxes of Buzza? Let's hear him again. Not, I was being a little too clear. not own multi-billion dollar businesses and see what these guys get them all attached to? Is that fair? What do you think? Yeah, there you go. Made no sense at all, but nothing he does says anything. He's got to go. He's got to go. After November, he must be impeached and removed. The Democrat Party must be taken down. It will either reinvent itself or it has to go into the dustbin of history. We are sick of the abuses and the usurpations. Here's Katanji, or no, it's not Katanji. <laughs> it's Corinne Jean-Pierre. Sorry, these three, uh, you know, it's like Billy Ray Cyrus. I messed that one up too. Anyway, uh, here's Corinne Jean-Pierre with a nonsensical answer to this um, a screwing of the American people. Again, here's what we have done. Here's what here's a lot about how much it might cause, it might not cause. Who is paying for this? What we are saying is the, the work that this administration has done. Um, who's paying for it? The work that the Democrats in Congress has done is actually there, and you see that the 1.7 trillion uh, deficit in deficit uh, deduction that you see is is going to benefit. Remember us. when I told you that the uh, if you think the best and brightest work in the federal government, you'd be wrong. Exhibit A. Us in being able to do something for the middle class. To do something. Do yeah, you're doing something to the middle class. Yeah, screwing them to the tune of two thousand dollars a piece for the middle class. This is about doing something for people who make less than one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. One point, which is most of us. Seven trillion dollars. That's what we've been. Except for if you didn't go to college and you make less than that. And uh, there's a good chance a very large portion of those people, you're going to end up paying for this, even though you didn't go, even though you got out and you worked your ass off as a landscaper or a house painter or whatever, and you still are, and you drive a beat up old F-150, that's where you put your drywall on it or your sheets of glass that you take to your job site. There you go. Just add another $2,000 to people who have worthless degrees who are working at Starbucks. Able to do. But when you forgive debt. You're not just disappearing debt. So but, who is paying for but, this? And then I'll give you the second part. We lifted the pause, right? We're going to lift the pause uh, at the end of this year. Oh, there you go. You're going to lift the pause on paying your student loans till after the election. 
I got to tell you. Which is going to matter, right? <laughs> Which is going to offset wow. uh, a lot of what, what we're doing as well. You're a liar. Uh, when you think about the, the $4 billion that are going, that's going to go back uh, into as, as revenue back into. Yeah, $4 billion uh, when they're going to be spending about up to $980 billion in 10 years over this. Uh, this process of folks uh, paying, paying, right? Their cost- I'd start stocking your freezer because uh, grocery price is about to go through the ceiling. College tuition. That matters as well. So we are doing this in a smart way. We are doing this in a way that's going to be... Now, this may, of course, hamper you guys making $50,000 a year or less from buying the $70,000 electric car we want you to buy. Effective. Uh, we are doing in this a way that keeps to the president's promise on giving people who need some breathing room. Some money from us so they'll vote for us. Who needs some breathing room? I just, I just laid out I just no. laid out for you. No. no, Peter, I just laid out... No, you didn't. How we're seeing this process no, you and didn't. why this well, matters. No, you didn't. You filibustered. You made up a bunch of nonsense. Gobbledygook. Again, I just laid out. I just, I just laid out because of the work that we have done in the economy, because of the American. What you, you've laid a big egg in the economy. The egg, the economy is a giant turd right now. Rescue plan, uh, because of. Uh, the Apologize for the language. I'm just a little bit mad. Inflation Reduction Act, and because all of this work that this president has done is actually has brought. When he hasn't been on vacation or to sleep or making poopies in his pants. Down our deficit by $1.7 trillion, unlike what Republicans did oh, wow. when they added to our deficit wow. $2 trillion and did not care at all or thought about how this was going to be paid for. They did not actually put in no, a they're, process they're, or thought. Yeah, you're, the, you're the solution maker here. Unbelievable. This is the uh, the AG of the state of Arkansas, Leslie Rutledge, and she says she's going to file suit, and I hope she does, and I hope a bunch of Republican AGs file suit and shut this crap down. I am ready to join with other attorneys general, or if I have to go alone, to take action against President Biden's latest executive order with regard to student loan debt. Well, I just want to make sure that, you know, Americans... I haven't heard anything from Mitch McConnell about this understand that this student loan forgiveness i have plenty of people in my How about lindsey graham and mitt romney office in my family who have student loans but they took out those loans knowingly there are plenty of jobs yeah. out there for these individuals to go get and to be able to pay back loan a bank the last thing a bank wants maria is your house and so when people go to the bank to borrow money and get that mortgage they the bank is responsible and if they have to they take back that house okay. they don't want your house they want you to pay it back so these colleges and universities also need to be on the hook to have responsible plans in place and they don't they don't and they're sitting on 200 billion dollars in endowments while taxpayers are footing the bill for student debt yeah american universities the, the just the top 10 have endowments worth $209 billion. Harvard, $42 billion. That's $42,000 million, almost as much as we sent to Ukraine. Yale's is $31 billion. You ever been to Yale or Harvard? I haven't. I've seen some pictures, I think. Matt Rinaldi of the Texas Republican Party tweeted, but, uh, but Biden will tax truck drivers and plumbers to pay the student loans that built those empires. MIT, $18 billion to $29 billion. University of Pennsylvania, where boys can swim as girls. They got a big old endowment. Texas A&M, Notre Dame, 
Uh, University of Michigan and Columbia have endowments between uh, $11 billion and $15 billion. That's crazy, isn't it? Isn't that just crazy? And here's, here's Liz Warren a couple years ago being confronted on the campaign trail back in 2020 by a, a, a man who's angry because, uh, you know, he uh, worked real hard so he could put his kids through college and not accrue a bunch of student loan debt, got the kids out, paid for everything, and now he's getting stuck for paying for another kid's uh, education. I was hoping to teach a class. Yeah. yeah. I'm not here. here she comes. I'm having her time. Yep. Here it is. Uh, I just want to ask one question. My daughter's getting out of school. I saved all my money. She doesn't have any school. Am I going to get my money back? She said, he said, uh, my daughter went to school. I saved all my money. I worked really hard. Uh, we didn't take out any school loans. When did we get my money back? So you're going to pay for people who didn't she said, of course not. save any money. And those of us that did the right thing get screwed. No, it's not anybody got screwed. We of course we did. My buddy had fun, bought a car, went on vacations. I saved my money. His buddy went on vacations, had a lot of fun. He saved his money. He made more than I did. But I worked. He made more than he did it. And you know what? That's what's happening to you guys. You guys who didn't go to college, you're making under one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year. You're going to pay for it. A double shift, worked extra. My daughter's work; she was ten. So you're laughing. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. We did the right thing, and we get screwed. I appreciate it. We need to uh, do more than clean house. We need to go into the house, and we need to spray it out with a fire hose. You're saying you want a repeat of January the sixth? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm talking about figuratively. It is time to bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start over again. And if people like Mitch McConnell don't want to play along and don't want to hear what the people have to say and don't want to do what the people uh, want, then bye-bye. Back to Kentucky if they'll have you. And if not, go the hell away. I've got some more audio from, oh, 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 a a CNN financial expert who says that, uh, wow, this is a really bad deal for you and me. That's coming up. Also, Michelle, you hold on. You'll be our first caller coming up next. This is The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. The SS Bitanic sets sail on January 20th, 2021. Now she's taking on water in a big way. It's the Rob Carson Show. So Joe Biden says that uh, he is going to ma- wave a magic wand and pay off $10,000 of uh, student loan debt for people making $125,000 a year. Individuals, two fifty for a family. And I don't know where you live, but uh, $250,000 for a family is living high on the hog. I mean, and look at some salaries here. Let's see, uh, drywall contractor salary. Hold on a second here. In the U.S., uh, about between twenty-six thousand and seventy-eight thousand a year. Uh, median salary of forty-two grand. 
So, yeah, you'll be paying $2,000 additionally for student loan bailout for people making up to $125,000 a year. Uh, landscaper uh, salary in uh, the United States, $18,000 to $52,000 a year. So uh, average salary is thirty five. Teachers, teachers here. Let's look at teachers here. Uh, teachers, uh, on average, in the United States of America can make between uh, twenty seven dollars and $62,000 a year. Uh, that is a whole lot. And by the way, if you are two teachers living in the same house, you're still not up to that threshold. But, uh, you know, people who are making uh, more than you will get uh, get that money. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty fair, isn't it? True cost of Biden's uh, student uh, loan ploy. Models uh, predict debt levels all return in just four years, meaning that uh, if you uh, think that $10,000 off your loans will take care of it, uh, no, it's going to return. It'll cost each taxpayer about $2,000. Drive up inflation, cost more than $300 billion, leaves out those who did pay. Between 69 and 73% of the debt forgiven accrues to households in the top 60% of income distribution. I would think of my nephew. My nephew has a couple different jobs. He, uh, he, uh, he installs uh, uh, watering systems in lawns in the summer, and, and then in the winter he, uh, he has a snow removal uh, team. I'm sure he'll be excited about this because he doesn't make 125 grand. Pell Grant provision forgives up to $20,000 in, uh, in debt. Uh, Here's a CNN money expert on CNN yesterday talking about uh, what this is all about and, and how awesome and good it is for America. Oh, no, she thinks it's terrible. My concern is that it's not a particularly targeted way to help people who are struggling with student loan debt. And there are people who are struggling with student loan debt. Maybe uh, you can maybe get another job like so many people are having to do to pay their bills. You know, how about that? How about two or three jobs like the rest of us are coming out of retirement? They uh, never graduated, for example. So they never got the payoff uh, of their investment where they took out this debt. They never got the degree. They never got the higher income that is supposed to go with Too it. bad, so sad. You went to school, you signed the papers, pay your damn bills. Bad. Or maybe they got a degree that's worthless. <laughs> well, you think that lesbian poetry is worthless. Well, someday it's got, no, it'll never be worth anything. Those are people who I think we definitely should be helping. But the way this plan is structured, you also get... Uh, yes, I have a gender study degree and I'd like to work for your company. Click. Hello? Hello? Get... Uh, student debt forgiveness for households making up to $250,000. Not only that, you get debt forgiveness for people who just graduated from an MBA program. Finally, lovey, we'll be able to get our pool lined. Program and are about to start their investment banking job. Right? It doesn't account for the fact that what people's income is today is not representative of what their future incomes are. Well, here's a little more. A medical resident looks like they're not making a lot of money today, but their long-term income is quite high. Do we really want to be spending all of this money you know, I, God bless the work that doctors do, but are they the, the neediest population? Here? Now, I, I actually sold a car to a doctor, and uh, I think he was a cardiologist, and, and he had to go through a lot of school. I mean, he didn't get out to practicing. I think he finished his internship, the whole deal, about 32 years old, and he made about $37,000 a month. And so I think it, it sort of represents a failure of imagination. I remember that. He financed his car. I was like, really? What the hell? Oh, man. Think about how you could target those who are affected. And, and there are other things the Biden administration is doing to try to target those people. But this is a very, very, literally target them. very expensive way uh, to deal with, with a problem that ends up giving a lot of money to people who don't really need it. Uh-huh. And... What else does it do?
It gets people possibly to vote to again for uh, people who are running for office who are in the same camp as the worst president in American history, Joe Biden. You, you, you think it should be addressed, but there was a more creative way to do it? or Yeah, I mean, this is going to cost probably a half trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. And some of that money will go to... Rubbing your face in it. Black borrowers who were defrauded or who make less money. You Not know. really. Black borrowers who were defrauded on their student loans. I think if you got a worthless degree... Pretty much that covers all of us. Oh, because of because all of you. Because of other reasons related to discrimination and everything else. Some of that money oh, will go to wealthy white professionals who uh, took out debt uh, for a degree that pays off that will allow them to be able to repay their their student debt payments. So enjoy your bush light. We'll be drinking champagne. You know, I feel like this is sort of a problem with with a lot of. Uh, this is my issue with a lot of progressive policy approaches right now that it's this approach of just sort of like spending a lot of money and hoping some of it ends up in in the right hands of of the needy i've been the lifeboat of the ss Titanic. it's sinking goodbye i don't even care anymore let's take a break you're listening to the rob carson show they called us deplorables they shut down our country They say our thoughts are disinformation. This is our response, the Rob Carson Show. That is the new intro to the show, folks. I don't know about you, but I kind of like it. Uh, It's got a nice beat. It's easier to dance to. I think it's a smash. I think it's a smash because that's what America wants to do to the federal government. Smash. Hulk smash. Unbelievable. Forgiveness of student loans and other indignities served upon you. And oh, yes, and then this, the leadership of the FBI forbade agents from investigating Hunter Biden's laptop until after the 2020 election was decided. This, according to whistleblowers, thank you, whistleblowers, for coming forward and talking to Senator Ron Johnson. That's what they did. Yeah, the FBI obtained the Hunter Biden laptop from the Wilmington, Delaware computer shop. These whistleblowers stated the uh, local FBI leadership told employees, you will not look at the Hunter Biden laptop and the FBI is not going to change the outcome of the election again. Like they tried to do in 2016 with the dossier. Further, these whistleblowers alleged that the FBI did not begin to examine the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop until after the 2020 election, potentially a year after the FBI obtained the laptop in December 2019 and earlier this year when Matt Gates was actually interrogating uh, the uh, Cyber Crimes Division chief of the FBI. He said he couldn't even tell if they had a copy of it. They had two copies of it. They got rid of both of them. They called it disinformation. I swear to God in heaven, FBI, CIA, IRS, DHS, HHS, CDC, NIH, there need to be wholesale firings at the top. So done with this nonsense. And Joe Biden is proposing spending another half a trillion dollars, up to 980 billion dollars to pay off 
student loans, $10,000 if you individually make less than $125,000 a year. Wouldn't that be nice? Or $250,000 as a couple. Here's a Nobel Prize winning economist, Milton Friedman, uh, in case you haven't heard, uh, talking about what causes inflation. You know, like the inflation that we have right now at a 40-year high because of all the government spending. Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. And any other attribution of, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't... But what about Vladimir Putin? ...don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. Trade unions don't produce it. No. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. No. Oil imports don't produce it. Mm -mm. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing. And they're doing more than just trying to get you to change your mind about voting or who to vote for in November. It's, it's really meant to cripple the country. That's what it's, it's meant to do. It's, make to, it's meant to cause as much widespread suffering as possible, create discord, discontent, say that the people are declaring war on the federal government, and consequently those people will become the enemy of the state. I can go on and on. It's very clear. Let's go to Michelle in Westminster. Michelle has been nice enough to hold. Michelle, I'm sorry for keeping you on hold, but I do appreciate you holding. Go right ahead. Not a, not a problem, my friend. How are you today? You know, other than just being a little ticked off, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an angry friend. white guy, Michelle. I'm an angry white guy. It's terrible. I have a funny feeling there are a lot of angry. There's probably some probably some angry black guys and white women and uh, Indian guys and white and white, Indian guys. I bet there are a lot of people really ticked off about this. Well, the people I've been seeing coming through my front door here, nobody's happy about anything. And I, I believe that our country needs an enema, especially D.C. <laughs> And yes, with with, with people like with politicians in D.C. like we have, who needs enemas? Okay, that's an old <laughs> well, we yeah. need to give D.C. the enema. And, you know, it says we the people for a reason. Yeah. And I'm going to speak a little bit of hurtful truth here right okay. now. Yep. We the people allowed this to happen. Mm-hmm. We the people in the Tea Party back in 2008, nine, we got up. We tried to tell everybody these kind of things were coming, and everybody shook their head at us. Everybody wagged their fingers at us. And now here we are with 10 times worse than what even we had predicted. Now, people like you, people like me, we stand up, we talk, we tell people, we take the chance of alienating our friends and our family because we know it's important to talk about these things. The next time we start talking to you, take your head out of the dark, remote region called your tail and pay attention. We have so much more work to do now because everybody else refused to do what needed to be done years ago. Michelle, they also they also the the left and the Democrat Party destroyed using the FBI or using the IRS. They destroyed the Tea Party movement. They uh, labeled you as extremists. They labeled you as uh, uh, all the things that they're doing to Trump supporters right now. They're doing the same damned thing. I was on the FBI's most wanted list for a while. I understand what it's like to be there. Oh, yeah. Well, Michelle, did you did you try to take down an airliner with an exploding tennis shoe? What did you do, Michelle? I was very effective, and I still am very effective at what I do and how I speak to people. I've been—you weren't on the air whenever I got kicked out of Fairfax, uh-huh. 
for being a Trump supporter. Wow. And uh, if I walk into the uh, Fairfax County permit office, I will be arrested on site because they have me dubbed as a terrorist and a racist. And and you, what did, exactly did you do to earn those labels? <laughs> Having a, a private conversation with another customer that I was set up. They were, they heard, they it was a, a big setup, and by the time I walked into the room. They had affidavits of people saying that I had all said all these things, wow. horrible, nasty, rotten things. Nothing would ever come out of my mouth like that. Wow. And uh, it was it, it was a mess, but that's okay. Yeah. I prevailed. I fought back. Yeah. And now you you mentioned that when people come when when people come through your door, they're not happy. Who are you dealing with when you when you talk to people who are not happy? About right what's going now, on? I'm the- dealing, believe it or not, soccer moms, and I'm dealing with uh, parents who are bringing their kids here to the center for summer camp. That's right. And I forgot you've got the big indoor uh, uh, fitness complex indoor for kids and family. I love it. Right. I love it. I love it. And and what, what's the name of it again, Michelle? Carol Indoor Sports Center. All right, very good. Go ahead. Now we have kept our prices as low as we can. We're we're, we're bumping everything up by fifty bucks for the for the uh, winter. And when we talk to people about that, they're like, but when it's spread out over 10, 15 kids, it's five bucks a kid, but five bucks a kid is tough. The parents are coming in and saying, hey, we've decided we're not going to have that last week of camp because we need to do school shopping. Can we get a refund of our uh, deposit? Even though our deposits are supposed to be non-refundable, we've been giving back our deposits. We understand how important $100 can be. Well, and Michelle, and you're also, and Michelle, real quick, I mean, you, you've got one of those jobs that <clears throat> when people, you know, for instance, uh, you know, uh, what I do for a living, uh, one of the first things that goes from a budget is the advertising budget. Uh, you, yeah. you also are on the fence, too, because you, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, when food becomes so expensive and gas becomes so expensive, then out the window goes the gym or the club membership where you take your kids just to get them the hell out of the house. And even though it's not exorbitant, it's not expensive, it's not a country club for crying out loud, you, you know, you're on the receiving end of that. So it's got to be tough. It is tough. And uh, even though it only costs 110 bucks for you to play eight weeks or yeah, eight weeks of soccer, um, Sometimes $110 is enough yeah. to fill your refrigerator oh, at least is. for three days. It can't fill your refrigerator for a day anymore. <laughs> no. I walked out of the grocery store last week with $100 worth of groceries in a smaller, much smaller brown paper bag. Oh, yeah. Than oh, yeah. What listen, I listen. Do. Hey, you buy three pounds of hamburger, it's going to be $18, $19, That's just for oh. hamburger. And yeah, then, then you've got to buy you got to buy your 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 veggies. You got to buy all that. It's easy to put a hundred dollars in a bag. It is very easy. Now, see, yeah. last year I ordered um, a quarter of a cow, yeah. and three months later I ordered another quarter of a cow. Yeah. So I'm not paying the prices that I, I did. I grow my own vegetables in my yeah. garden. I have a greenhouse that I'm getting ready to plant, yeah. and we'll have hopefully uh, some greens and veggies throughout yeah. the winter. I strongly suggest you do container gardening in your house where you can yeah. and, and, and grow some of the things that you can grow instead of paying through the nose at the grocery store. Yeah, and just real and quick, Michelle, to, to, all of the, all, 
to all the people with the worthless degrees out there uh, who are uh, getting $10,000. Uh, Michelle saying that you need to, in your hydroponic garden, replace all the weed with uh, tomatoes because you might need it. Is that, is that what you're saying, Michelle? All right, Michelle. And pepper, yep. All right, girl. Well, you take care of yourself. When I get back up to Baltimore, I'm coming out to your facility, okay? I hope so. You can do a whole show here. All right, girl, we'll talk. All right, let's go to Tim real quick in Balmer. Hello, Tim. What's going on, my friend? Hey, good, good afternoon. Uh, but, uh, talking about uh, the student loan thing, I mean, yeah. I'm sure somewhere there's a foreign student here in the United States, maybe leaving, living legally, who has a student loan. So if he gets a 10000 break, wouldn't that be considered a quid pro quo from President Richard Cranial that maybe, you know, foreign influence and whatnot? I mean, just saying. There might be a statute involved there, Tim. I don't know. That that might be a suggestion. Well, it, it, you know, it's, it's just that, you know, this this guy, I mean, you got to go back to the 80s with the MBNA banks and stuff. I mean, Richard Cranial is just unbelievable. He's just yeah, off the yeah. top. Let me ask you this, Tim. How, what do, what do you, how do you feel today after the last three weeks in America, considering the Inflation Reduction Act to hire 87,000 new IRS agents and pay off green energy cronies and make you buy a $70,000 electric car and now this? How are you feeling about the uh, Washington, D.C. today there, Tim? I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Boom. Boom. God bless you, brother. Be strong. I appreciate your phone call. We are going to have to figuratively tear the roof off the mother sucker. That's what we are going to have to do. And that means this November, you vote in person. You uh, camp out where there are unmanned ballot boxes. You watch and see if people try to load them up with ballots. You go the next morning or maybe even stay out overnight the night of election night. See if they try to grab a bunch of ballots. Somebody who isn't associated or affiliated with, uh, with uh, the... Uh, County Commission on uh, on elections, you know, maybe they're just loading a bunch of ballots, unlocking it, throwing the back of a truck, and making them disappear. It all happened during the last election. If you just paid any attention, you'd know that. I've got reams and reams of evidence, but you know, that's called disinformation. Like the FBI called Hunter Biden's laptop, yeah, you know, before the election, they called it disinformation. Same same word used quite deliberately. Unbelievable. All right, on the way, uh, Anthony Fauci. Goodbye. Don't let the door hit you in the. You know what? On the way out, uh, some more news on the abject destruction he caused in this country to you and particularly your kids. That's on the way. It's the Rob Carson Show. If you live in this country and aren't down with freedom of speech, maybe you should move down to Cuba. It's the Rob Carson Show. Here's a little bit of good news. Um, According to a report published by uh, NBC, Americans' college enrollment has plummeted over the last 10 years. uh, Four million fewer students in college more than 10 years ago and uh, can't be blamed on the China flu. Yeah. It looks like uh, demographics alone cannot explain the scale of this drop. And statistics belie the argument that recent high school grads are getting jobs instead of going to college. Workforce participation for 16 to 24-year-olds is lower than it was before COVID hit. Okay, so over the past uh, four years, between 2016-2020, the percentage of high school graduates enrolling in college dropped from 70 to 63%. Maybe it's because college is so bloody expensive you can't afford it anymore. And you don't want to spend the rest of your life in debt. Maybe it's time for colleges to fix their problems. And then, of course, the rates of depression among college students jumped 
From 2013 to 2021, increasing 110% for a variety of reasons. Worthless degrees, COVID shutdowns, being told if you're a white kid that you are a racist and uh, having people on campus say that, that uh, whites should hate blacks and blacks should resent whites. And, you know, I could go on and on and on, but let's not. Let's talk about Anthony Fauci. He's retiring. This is Jim Gossett. And now the end is near And I'll be leaving In December Couldn't happen soon enough And when Fauci is gone I hope that people Won't remember I have a video for this song I'll tell you where That I was such a fraud Oh how I lied in such a sly way But more Much more than this I did it My way He need a booster shot Fauci I am He's a booster chair I wrote the book To play both sides And be a crook <laughs> I've got big bucks Big bucks From the Wuhan lab And that sucks America It all from Rand Paul and did it Fauci's way. I'll make more dough before I go into it. Fauci's way. By the way, uh, Jim Gossett, the man who I collaborate with on so many of these uh, wonderful song parodies, uh, his show in Atlanta on the 27th of this month is sold out. It was sold out last week, but don't worry. We are, we're working on getting on stage, and it may be next year, but uh, I think we need to take the show on the road. How about you? Jim will be there, and others will be there. Maybe my good buddy Sean Farish, who does my Trump impersonation. We're going to do it. I think we're going to have to come up. Maybe you can help me come up with a conservative comedy tour or something like that. I don't know. But uh, I, I think it's definitely uh, going to have to happen. Hey, you know, I started calling Anthony Fauci the Keebler elf uh, years ago. I kept saying that maybe, you know, he should retire, go back to the hollow tree. And uh, Ron DeSantis kind of channeled that yesterday. And I'm just sick of seeing him. I know he says he's going to retire. Someone needs to grab that little elf and chuck him across the Potomac. <laughs> just chuck him across the Potomac. Remember, uh, remember they used to do dwarf tossing? Yeah, they used to do that, and then they, that was the first, uh, uh, I guess, uh, example of woke culture. You know, it, uh, uh, the people who are small, you know, they, small people, you know, uh, it's cool. It, some people are born small, some people are born tall, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, but, uh, you know, they were like, hey, dude, I'm, I don't mind it. But it was, you know, a bunch of white women and uh, cul-de-sac American liberals, they decided that it was offensive, I guess, so. Oh, by the way, uh, Charlie Chris yesterday, he's uh, running against uh, Ron DeSantis for governor of Florida. He has a snowball's chance in hell. Uh, actually, uh, on the surface of the sun, I'd venture to say. Maybe even like about a couple thousand miles above the surface of the sun, because that's where it's really hot, like a million, uh, 11 million degrees. Anyway, he, he said of uh, Trump supporters and those who would support uh, Ron DeSantis, he doesn't need your votes. He doesn't want your votes because you're all racist. Those who support the governor should stay with him and vote for him, and I don't want your vote. If you have that hate in your heart, keep it there. I want the vote of the people of Florida who care about our... He just called you a hater. State. 
good Democrats, good independents, good Republicans, unify with this ticket. Unify with Val Demings and Charlie Crist. Unify with us. Those who are haters, you're going to go off in your own world. Yeah. See, we already unified. Uh, the 75% of us who say the country's going the wrong direction, we're already unified, and there's a whole bleep load more of us than there are of you, Chucky. I think Chucky's going to have to retire after November. He's like 150 years old, not looking very good. Fauci's uh, lockdown legacy increases in cancer and drug overdose deaths, mental health crisis, financial devastation, disruptions to education that left millions of kids behind. I know because I see it every day. My kids were a sophomore in uh, college and a freshman in high school when this all hit, and both of them had their school canceled, and both of them had to live at home. One of them with no ability to receive an education because they had no plan B. And uh, I don't know about you, but uh, my kids have suffered a great deal. We'll have a little bit more on this uh, a little bit later on the show. Bill Jacobson is a clinical professor of law at Cornell. He knows everything there is to know about the FBI and the uh, Stalinesque search of Mar-a-Lago. He's going to talk about it with me coming up next. The number 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is a Wednesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. We have a special guest on the show, Bill Jacobson with Legal Insurrection. He is a clinical professor of law, director of the Securities Law Clinic at Cornell University. He joins us. Uh, good morning, sir. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Thanks for having me on. I want to ask you, uh, first and foremost, before we get into the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago, how do you feel about this uh, uh, Biden debt cancellation of $10,000 worth of student loan debt for people making, un- individuals making less than 125000 and couples making under 250000 I mean, it's so wrong at so many levels. I mean, it's unfair to people who didn't go to college, uh, people who went to college and didn't take on debt. People who went to college took on debt and paid it off. I mean, it reinforces the absolute worst instincts of society, which is to reward people who they haven't necessarily done anything wrong, but who didn't pay their debts. Okay, that we shouldn't be rewarding that over people who did. Um, So that's number one. Number two, it just reinforces the bloat in the university and higher ed system, which is fueled by federal dollars. If you look at the historical charts, they match up almost directly. The increase of federal um, loan guarantees and federally backed loans with the increase in tuition. And we just saw that most dramatically with regard to the electric cars, where the recent bill by the Democrats gave a $7,500 credit to buy an electric vehicle. And what the motor vehicle companies did do. They raise their prices yes. <laughs> to the same amount. And it's the same. It may not be as direct a correlation yeah. with universities, but it's a similar phenomenon. Students that could never pay these ridiculous tuition bills if it weren't for the fact that they're getting federally subsidized. So it's just Everything about what Biden did is wrong at so many levels. Well, you're in the middle of it. You're in the thick of it. You're at Cornell University. I just uh, read off a a story this morning where uh, 10 of the uh, biggest universities in America, uh, some of the most expensive universities in America, have 209 
billion dollars worth of endowments that they're setting on that they live on how do you uh, when you when you're since you're so close to it without biting the hand to feed you uh where is all this money going uh who is benefiting from this i mean uh and why aren't they doing something to lower it well obviously it's very obvious why they're not lowering the cost of of uh, tuition but but where is this going why is this so out of control well again i think it's fed by federal dollars and particularly at the upper tier of higher ed um, the ones where the credential means something. You may not get a better education, but you have the credential. Yeah. So if you have an Ivy League credential, it may help you get your foot in the door at different jobs, things like that. And so there's really a demand that exceeds supply for those universities. So they they charge that much because they can. Yeah. It's like any other business. And uh, additionally, there's just a lot of excess on virtually every campus in terms of building and things like that. Now, the endowments themselves are not necessarily money in the bank in the sense of, you know, we could write a check. A lot of the endowments are restricted to certain purposes and certain programs and things like that. Nonetheless, these Ivy League schools and elite schools are very cash rich. I mean, you know, Harvard... Uh, could and I think has waived tuition for virtually everybody. Uh, they don't need this. And so, but there's something wrong when these universities are becoming some of the wealthiest corporations in the country. Yeah. There's and something wrong. And, yeah. and they got that way because they're basically being uh, funded by the taxpayers, even if the taxpayers aren't directly cutting them a check. So no. the only reason Harvard can have that bloat in, in its endowment is because of money that's come multiple ways from the federal government, so, one, loans, and two, tax exemptions. Yes. And also, I might mention it, and this may come as a surprise to you, if I were to tell you where 97% of uh, university faculty and staff uh, donations, which, pinnacle, uh, which political party they go to, which, which party would you say? Well, I know at Cornell University, a study by the Cornell Sun student <laughs> yeah. newspaper yeah. found that over 99% oh. went to Democrats. Yeah, there so you 97% go. is kind of, I wish I was at a place that it was only 97%. 99% went to uh, Democrats. Oh. Um, the, uh, there is such an imbalance at the faculty level that uh, if you went back 20, 30 years ago, faculty was about 60, 40 liberal to conservative. So leaned left, but not crazy. Um, now it's about 38 to 1. Yeah. Let's move on to the uh, raid at Mar-a-Lago, an unprecedented event. Uh, I, I commented from the very beginning, it's just an affront to decorum. It's, a, it's an affront to history. It's weaponizing the FBI, among other things. Um, uh, your reaction to the, uh, to the raid, and, and then we'll move on to where we are today with uh, Donald Trump uh, looking for a, what was it, a uh, uh, legal master uh, with regard to... Uh, um, getting back the evidence that the FBI took. Uh, where where are you with regard to the uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago today and, and what you've learned about it? Well, we haven't learned a lot. That's what's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We, we know it took place. We know they grabbed several dozen boxes of stuff. We don't know what's in the stuff. Um, and uh, we don't know why it was needed. Um, and unfortunately, this is, you know, Russia collusion 2.0. You have the government leaking to familiar press, the Washington Post, New York Times, and some others, these um, salacious, horrendous stories. Uh, but they won't say it in court. 
And so you have a government which doesn't want you to know anything about what they actually knew that led to the raid at the same time that they're leaking like crazy yeah. all these stories. And so was it justified? Was it not? Well, you know, if he had, as somebody reported based on a leak, um, if he had, you know, a uh, printout of a list of all of our spies around the world, I mean, that's something you want to get back. Sure. OK, sure. you know, if he had you know, sensitive nuclear secrets. Yeah. Um, that's something you want to get back, whether you needed a search warrant or otherwise. So, yes, I, I mean, but is any of that true? Do we have any evidence that that's true? And that's completely inconsistent with them knowing about this for weeks, possibly months. So why is it that on, I forget the exact date, was it August 5th, August 8th, whatever uh, the yeah. date, why was it on that date they needed this stuff back so badly that they've been waiting for for a year. And yeah. that's what we don't have an explanation for. So was it justified? Uh, there's nothing that they've released that tells us it's justified. And I don't believe a word about this written in The New York Times or The Washington Post or elsewhere, because that's just government manipulation. They're just scriveners for the the government there. Yeah, and, and they've also, the President of the United States has said that he uh, he knew nothing about it. I mean, honestly, the first day it happened, literally that afternoon on the Monday that it happened, uh, that the, uh, that, uh, and I said that the FBI or the, the, the White House would say they had nothing to do, it was laughable, was absolutely laughable. We know that the President of the United States worked with the, uh, the head of the archives, uh, who, by the way, is an interim director. Um, well, and, well and, let's, be, let's be careful there. Okay, the, go ahead. The White House has said they knew nothing about the raid. Okay. Okay. So it is believable that nobody called them and said, tomorrow we're going to Mar-a-Lago. Okay. <laughs> so yes, that, yes, it's yes. probably true that they knew nothing about, quote, unquote, the raid. Gotcha. But, but they, but maybe back. Knew, yeah. They clearly knew what was going to come down. Okay. Because they, essentially, the president of the United States waived the executive privilege of Donald Trump. That's what I have heard uh, with regard to what happened. Uh, so they knew, they, they teed it up. They teed it up so it would happen. And, and I agree with you that they maybe they didn't know what was going to happen last uh, you know, three weeks ago Monday. But certainly, uh, certainly they did. Um, do you suppose that uh, Donald Trump, uh, wh where does he go from here? And what do you suppose will happen with the, uh, the FBI with regard to, do you think there's anything criminal that could have happened here on the part of the Biden administration and our uh, FBI? Well, probably not criminal unless they lied to the judge to get the warrant. Boom, and we okay. don't know what they gave the judge. That's sealed as of now. Yeah. So I don't I don't think that, uh, you know, they unless they lied to the judge, I don't think there's anything criminal that the government did, uh, whether it's proper, whether they actually are entitled to keep this stuff. And so Trump has filed a motion for appointment of a special master. And there is precedent for that sort of thing. Okay. The, particularly in situations nowadays where the government is seizing cell phones and things like that, which open your whole life up to the government. So you get a special master to decide who's a court appointed person to decide what the government gets to see and what it doesn't get to see. And we do know that they grab dozens of boxes that have no indication on their inventory have anything classified in them. Wow. Uh, they were the warrant was grossly overbroad. Yes. It allowed them basically to search almost every place in Mar-a-Lago other than guest rooms occupied by guests um, at the time. So they, you know, you aren't going to barge into somebody's bedroom, but uh, a guest bedroom. But, but 
and to seize not only documents but boxes around the documents. Uh, And so this was grossly overbroad. Um, You know, the real question is, you know, where does it go? And I think that's we're going to have to see how it plays out. I would assume that uh, Donald Trump and his attorneys have a pretty strong abuse of the Fourth Amendment case here. Well, we don't know because, again, we don't know right. what supported the the affidavit. Uh, it certainly seems like it's an abuse in the scope of the warrant, that it feeds theories that various people have put forward, that this really wasn't about these classified documents, that this was an excuse to get the government's to essentially allow the government to rummage through Donald Trump's office and residence and grab everything they could. Um, you've been uh, doing this for a while. I, uh, I myself am in my mid fifties. I've been, uh, I started writing for Rush Limbaugh in 1989. So I've been following politics for 33 years of my life since I was in my early twenties. Um, have you ever seen anything like this? I mean, uh, have you seen anything that uh, to me personally, and I've been paying attention, it kind of makes Watergate, uh, pale by comparison. When you look at the last even decade of uh, the FBI, you had the, uh, obtaining the FISA warrants for the, uh, to surveil the Trump campaign transition team and a presidency paid for by Hillary Clinton. Her campaign actually paid an FEC fine for it. Have you ever seen anything like this before, sir? Well, let's compare it to something a little bit more recent, which is the impeachment of Donald Trump for a conversation in which he merely asked the prime minister or president of Ukraine at the time, would you please look into these allegations of Hunter Biden corruption? Okay, of Biden corruption, that mere request that they look into it led to his impeachment. Compare that to the Biden administration's Justice Department um, targeting a light, almost certain candidate for the presidency. I, I think likely you can put percentages on it, but significantly likely nominee. Um, and so they're going after the Democrats' likely opponent in 2024 on a scale we've never seen, uh, and compare that to how they reacted when Trump merely requested that they look into something, that the government of Ukraine look into something. Uh, it's so disproportionate yeah. that, you know, unless the government has something really hot, really good, really like we needed to get in there or the keys to the kingdom were going to be given up. I mean, unless there's something there that has not been disclosed yet, um, then this is so abusive. Unbelievable. Uh, Listen, Professor, I greatly appreciate your time today. It's been nice to get to know you this morning, and I'd love to have you back on. One more thing, about 30 seconds. Uh, I've lost friends because of my uh, conservatism. All my friends were liberals in in Maryland. What is it like, uh, you know, defending Donald Trump or, uh, you know, going up against the FBI and whatnot as a professor at Cornell? Well, you know, I don't view myself as defending Donald Trump. Okay, I view myself right. as defending the truth of what happened here. Very good. Okay. Um, and, you know, yes, I, I vote Republican. I mean, there's no I don't hide that. But my point is, this is not what happened in this raid is not about defending Donald Trump. Yes, it's about defending the integrity of our political system and not allowing a political party, in this case, the Democrats, to weaponize the entirety of the federal 
law enforcement bureaucracy and intelligence bureaucracy against an opposing political candidate. That's what this is about. Yes, it just so happens that Donald Trump was the target. You uh, you sound exactly uh, you have the same sentiment as Alan Dershowitz. He is a liberal. I've had him on the show many times. We've got to know him. And you're right. You're right. If, if you are willing to uh, say, to look the other way with regard to this abuse, it's not about politics. It's about an abuse. And uh, and, and that would be sad if you would you would sell your soul down that river to, to look the other way while this happens. Uh, Professor, I greatly appreciate your time. Legalinsurrection.com is your uh, website. Yes, it is. Very good. Thanks for your time today, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Great. Take care. All right, let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. If you're down with trigger warnings, you might want to listen to something else. It's the Rob Carson Show. I don't know if you're doing this. Uh, President Doofy yesterday, uh, when he was denying that uh, spending another 500 to $980 billion to forgive student debt uh, would not add to inflation, he was saying this about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. President, how much advance notice did you have of the FBI's plan to search Mar-a-Lago? I didn't have any advance notice. None. Zero. Not one single bit. Thank you know, Bill Jacobson, uh, yesterday, uh, earlier, I mean, yesterday, it was a couple minutes ago, uh, the uh, professor of law at Cornell and the guy who created Legal Insurrection, which we're going to have him on, he said Biden may not have had advanced notice of the raid. Did you notice how carefully he chose his words there? Listen to the, listen to the old man here. He's actually maybe, well, at least his handlers are choosing his words very carefully. President, how much advance notice did you have of the FBI's plan to search Mar-a-Lago? I didn't have any advance notice. None. Zero. Not one single bit. But last May, he worked with the head of the National Archives and effectively waived Donald Trump's executive privilege with regard to uh, archival material, which the president of the United States, Donald Trump, could have waved his hand above and said, Shazam, and they would have been uh, no longer uh, classified. So he knew what would take a raid by the FBI, unprecedented in our history. And he did that back then, you see. Let's go to Michelle in Northwest Balmer. Hello there, Michelle, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Thank you, Rob. Uh, yep. I told the screener that I want to talk about, start with uh, Ricard Monty. I don't know if you ever saw this when you were in New York recently, but I remember seeing it in front of the 42nd Street Library. You have this... Uh, Sharp guy is standing in front with his, I don't know, soapbox or something. And he's got, let's say, three things or three shells. And under it, you have to figure out which one's got the pig. So he moves real fast, and people get gamble and try to guess. But what they don't realize is whether they guess the right one or not, there's probably somebody in the crowd who's picking their pockets. Well, that's the analogy here. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, you're looking at uh, $10,000 off uh, if you have a nonsensical degree. Uh, you don't realize that the bigger picture, and there's always a bigger picture, read the Democrats, is perhaps the um, amount of money that's saddled into these universities, lots of which is plugged in from the, from, uh, the government. Yeah. And that has resulted in the prices of college education becoming sky high, and the same thing with technocrats who put lots of money into the colleges as well. I mentioned, for example, uh, Fauci, who I have referred to in the past as Dr. Faustus, uh, Dr. Fauci, who uh, is going to be taking a job, I think, at Harvard. Of course. And so is Bill de Blasio, by the way. So is Bill de Blasio. Hey, and Michelle, you know, I got to run. There, Go ahead, real quick. Un, there's an unhealthy relationship 
between the big money going into the universities, the stupid degrees that people are, uh, I don't know what the right word is, deceived yeah. into, into getting, which are kind of worthless, and then they, the, the money that they're getting taken off of that as a discount, and it's not worth much anyway. Pass. All right, Michelle, i got to run. Thanks. Uh, shell game is a perfect analogy, by the way. I appreciate it. Now, here's what happens, guys. 97, or in the case of uh, Cornell, 99% of political donations go to Democrats from faculty and staff at universities, major universities. The same goes with public schools and teachers' unions. The same goes with uh, automobile unions. That's why Joe Biden uh, signed in to buy an executive order, a, uh, an order to make all vehicles in the federal fleet, uh, upon the day that he entered office, all of them electric, including all major trucks. Uh, it is all about payback. It is all about money laundering. We have to drain the swamp, pave it over, and start over again. And it starts on November the 8th, but we've got to fight before then. Let's take a break, come back, and uh, you are listening to The Rob Carson Show. They called us deplorables. They shut down our country. No, we ain't gonna take it. They say our thoughts are disinformation. is our response the rob carson show it is the rob carson show it is uh, america's middle finger toward washington dc i don't know if i like that anyway you know you get the kind of uh, the vibe right you, you kind of get it that uh, uh, abuses and usurpations is what we're going through abuses and usurpations while you scramble and you wonder if you can afford i remember i i, I do all the shopping in the family and and uh you know uh, I, I have uh, been in radio for a number of years. I lived in uh, Washington, D.C. I uh, made a very nice salary there. Uh, you know, I still lived uh, uh, paycheck to paycheck-ish, you know, uh, but never have been uh, independently wealthy. And, uh, you know, when you always, always look for the yellow sticker at Walmart. I don't know if you know what the yellow sticker is. Uh, yellow sticker is like when something's about ready to go bad. The expiration date is right there, and they discount it. And I a big yellow sticker shopper and um, always have been. I don't care how much. If I made $10 million a year, I'd still look for the yellow sticker. That's just the way I roll. Because, uh, you know, never, uh, never, uh, uh, like like Kim Kardashian. She's a, you know, whatever that she is. Uh, she never has had to go to the grocery store and, and consider prices. And she can go buy houses and not consider the price. It's like $50 million. Can I get it for forty nine 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 ninety nine? Okay. Okay, here, cash. Never been there. And so, you know, if we're, we're carrying this, all of this nonsense on our back, this uh, $6,700 additionally, $750 a month caused by Biden's inflation uh, because of government spending. And now they're going to uh, allow people who make under $125,000 individually. I know, I know, right? In Washington, D.C., they're like, oh, those people are peasants. Uh, really, if you make between 100 and 125 as a single... You're doing well, except for if you're living in New York, maybe D.C. You're doing pretty well. Two fifty as a couple, that's more than most of us make and most of us will ever make. And yet uh, Joe Biden is going to pay off $10,000 of their student debt. So Jim Gossett put this together for us. About student loan forgiveness. When you go to school, it should be a rule. The debt is yours alone. Not buying bullets. But now Sleepy Joe, he wants to go and cover all the student loans. 
He waited to do it, and then he said, screw it, and threw the left of major bone. They say it's not enough, and they're gonna hang tough on the cover of the student loans. Student loan, the government allows you to delay it. Loan, now they say you don't have to repay it. Loan, that says you're off the hook with this cover of the student loans. You're getting the bone. Joe and the left are into massive theft. The cover has been blown. Kick, kick. No, it don't make sense to transfer this expense with the cover of a student loan. Student loan, ten grand is only the beginning. Loan. We are only in the second inning. Loan. They'll forgive the whole damn thing with the cover of a student loan. There you go. That is uh, Jim Goss with two S's and two keys. Jim Goss, T's, I should say. Jim Goss at comedy.com. Uh, his uh, show in Atlanta on the 27th of this month sold out, and there will be more. There will be more. Let's go to Dave in uh, Santa Cruz, the home of KSCO, our glorious affiliate there. Dave, what's on your mind today? Yes, hi. I just wanted to say, Rob, you know, uh, President Trump, just like any other private citizen, he has a right to know why his house was raided. The government needs to immediately provide all documentation as to why his house was raided unredacted because he is the president and he's a private citizen he has both of those rights yes of course he does and uh unfortunately right now you have a uh, magistrate who uh was uh uh given the uh the affidavit which we don't know about and clearly he is uh, they did some judge shopping so they could carry out this unprecedented uh affront to the former president and the fourth amendment of the united states um i uh, i don't know about you dave but when uh, november rolls around uh if in fact we do get both houses of uh, Congress, I really, I don't just want to see the FBI uh, broken up into different departments. I, I want to see people go to jail um, because we've been going through this. And Donald Trump has been taking the slings and arrows, but they're coming after us. Make no bones about it. This is uh, this is uh, meant to broadcast fear to anyone. We have been affronted as uh, as Trump supporters and as conservatives, uh, conservatives for 20 years at least with the FBI or the IRS, and, and now as Trump supporters. And then uh, ultimately after this, in the same span of three weeks while Joe Biden was on vacation, the President of the United States okayed 87,000 IRS agents to be used and let make no bones about this to be used as political weapons against conservatives trump supporters and people making less than two hundred thousand dollars a year it is uh, utterly ridiculous dave um what do you think dave what are your thoughts i know your thoughts on the trump raid but um uh, what where do you, how far do you think they're going to be willing to take this before november the 8th well at this point they're breaking into people's houses taking their stuff and not providing full discovery. Yeah. You know, the, the president is a private citizen, like I said, so they're breaking into private citizens' houses, taking their stuff, and not clearly articulating what crime or why they're doing it. And also, as stated, the president has the highest security clearance, so he yeah. should, be, him and his attorney should be privy 
to all that documentation. Yes, and but you see, back in May, the head of the National Archives, the interim head of the National Archives, worked with uh, A.G. Garland to effectively waive Donald Trump's executive privilege. So Joe Biden, they, they teed this up so they could do it. It's just a matter of whether or not they're able to get away with it. Dave, I appreciate your phone call, man. Really do appreciate it. This is, uh, Fox did a little report on the, uh, on the raid of Mar-a-Lago, and uh, Joe Biden did know. On the documents for hundreds of years, but the archives just released a few hours ago this letter from May 10th, 2022. It's from... This is the letter I was talking about in the meeting in May. Acting archivist Deborah Wall written to the Trump legal team addressing some concerns, some questions from the government to the legal team, and it gives us a timeline of some of those classified documents being stored at Mar-a-Lago. Now, you may remember, as we've been reporting for several weeks right now, that these documents, some of the documents, I should say, left Mar-a-Lago when the Trump team turned over 15 boxes to the National Because they were being cooperative. National Archives in January, the material, some of that material, fell into the category of special access program, which is more sensitive than top secret. It appears there were continuing conversations between the archives, the Trump team, and the White House over Trump's executive privilege claims. According to the letter, the mm -hmm. Biden White House did not make the final decision on executive privilege, but instead deferred to the National Archives. And it sounds like they had a leftist Democrat tool in charge. On the issue of executive privilege to let them make the decision. The letter was penned. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You guys better make this decision to uh, raid Donald Trump. Uh, nothing, nothing. Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know. By the acting archivist, it reveals that in April, the White House Counsel's Office at the request of the Department of Justice, reached out to the National Archives to cooperate with the FBI to turn over the classified... Do you want to hold them down while we do it, or uh, or vice versa? ...fied documents to the FBI for review. Also, Martha, others in the intelligence community, officials at DOJ and the White House consistently mention how the two are separate, but DOJ had to reach out to the White House in this case because it deals specifically with executive privilege. It's a cabal... And if you're uh, still believing that the FBI is somehow a law enforcement agency that uh, treats both parties the same, honestly, you are d just, there's no hope. <laughs> there's no hope for you. Here's, uh, here's Tucker talking about uh, Biden and the uh, White House knowing of the raid and, and essentially planning it. This was the next step to take Donald Trump down and keep him from running for president again, which is not freaking going to work. So when the FBI raided the home of Donald Trump, it was pretty obvious to us that this was the Biden administration ordering it. Oh, no, separation of agencies, they said. We didn't coordinate this with DOJ. Well, of course they did. Donald Trump is likely running for president again. They want to stop him. It's going to be hard to separate those agencies because I think they're engaged in some sort of a carnal activity. It's what they do in the third world. If you have a political opponent, you just imprison him. So now proof is accumulating that that's exactly what happened. The website Just the News just published a letter Love John Solomon. from Deborah Wall, who runs the National Archives, to Donald Trump attorney Evan Cochran. Corcoran, rather. Wall wrote in April this, quote, I've decided not to honor the former president's protective claim of privilege. The counsel to the president has informed me that. Well, 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 that means thumbs up to the raid. In light of the particular circumstances presented here, 
President Biden defers to my determination in consultation with the Assistant Attorney General for the Office of Legal Counsel. So basically, uh, you guys, you know, if you decide you want to raid Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago and do it close to the election, well, you know, who's stopping you? Here's John Solomon. And the first decision Joe Biden makes that's consequential is I'm going to let the National Archives send the materials of my predecessor, Donald Trump, to the FBI to start a criminal investigation. That's the first thing he does. Then the uh, uh, Justice Department and the FBI come back and say, listen, we got this problem. President Trump's probably going to claim executive privilege over these documents. We need you to waive it. And pres- uh-huh. President Biden tells his counsel, I waive it. If the National Archives feels it's okay to send it over, they can waive the privilege on my behalf and send it over. And that's what happens. Right after that process is done, what does the Justice Department do? They launch a grand jury. Yep. And they raided Donald Trump. It was a surprise to Joe Biden because he didn't know what day it was going to happen. He clearly knew that their cooperation would precipitate it. Yeah. Coming up, Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted the other night, had law enforcement called on her home by a prankster, which could have resulted in somebody dying. It happened twice, actually. I've got uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about it in just a second. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's The Rob Carson Show. All right, so uh, this is a pretty funny, uh, pretty funny headline. Italian man, 36, becomes the first person to simultaneously, simultaneously uh, test positive for monkeypox, COVID, and HIV. Man, that is a hell of a weekend. That's like Tijuana. I mean, that is like waking up in a pool of your own sick. What the hell? Uh, 36 years old, developed symptoms nine days after returning from Spain. I would assume he wasn't surprised. Anyway, spent five days uh, uh, from uh, June the 16th through the 20th on holiday, on holiday, where he had unprotected sex with other men, came back and tested positive for monkeypox, COVID, and HIV. Well, see, this is what happens when you don't wear a mask, right? And I'm thinking uh, maybe the six-foot um, uh, feet of space was not uh, not observed. You know, just saying. So, yeah, you, you come back from vacation with uh, monkeypox, COVID, and HIV. Man, you, I hope it was worth it. Holy hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ted Cruz says that uh, there's zero chance that President Biden will seek a second term. Uh, something that I've been saying, mm, I don't know, since the day he was sworn in. Says, I think there's a zero chance that uh, Joe Biden runs again in 2024. He obviously is too old. It's not really age. It's just his brain is not working. It's fairly obvious. He is not able to do the job today. Yes. Uh, the degree of his mental impairment at this point is deeply disturbing. This man who shakes hands with the empty air, this is a man who talks to the Easter Bunny. And again, the uh, the emperor is naked on a parade float. Uh, he is, uh, uh, you know, there's a, a spotlights, a marching band, and a Cadillac out in front of him with with uh, those big horns like, uh, you know, Boss Hogg used to have. Just to show it to everybody that... Uh, you know, the uh, the president and the uh, emperor is naked. And then there's uh, John Fetterman. He's running for uh, Senate in the uh, state of Pennsylvania. He had a stroke. He's uh, He looks like uh, Shrek. Um, and uh, his brain isn't working very well. But the Democrat Party, this is where we are now. 
they're so desperate for candidates, they're willing to put infirmed candidates in front of the public, hide them during the campaign, and hope that big money from outside sources will get him elected. Here's a little sample to John Fetterman earlier this week. Uh, this is, uh, he'd only uh, done five minutes of campaigning before this brief speech. Let me ask you a question. If you say you think the word of steel worker, what words come to your mind if you say steel workers? What is wrong with demanding for the shoe, hat, airplane. An easy, safe kind of their income. A path to a safe place for them. I got to tell you, um, if you're a Democrat, you're going to vote for that. There's something broken about you. There really is. I mean, you, you, and listen, I'm just speaking as if I, if that was my brother and he was doing that, I would say, brother. You, you need to get help. You need to fix yourself. There's something wrong. I want you to live a full, full life. But no, there's none of that. None of that at all. Not, not even compassion for people on their own side. Here's Mehmet Oz. He uh, loves crudite. And I don't even know what it is. And I know how to cook. I've got 100 cooking videos on the web. And he's taking a lot of heat for it. But, you know, see, he was a lifestyle expert for decades on uh, network television. All right. I used to do uh, what's called hot AC morning radio and, and the audience about 65 to 35 female to male split. And I would have to do things like Hollywood dish and you have to do some things to appeal to the demo. That's what happens. That's why he probably knew what crudite was. But he also understands the issues, and, and I saw him speak last night. I, I, not my favorite, but, you know, he did, and he talked about the, uh, the infirm John Federer. Oh, yeah, and Dr. Oz, he's a shh, shh, doctor. John Fetterman has argued we should release one-third of all prisoners in Pennsylvania. He's bragged about all the murders. And that was before the brain damage. That he has pardoned. Yet Philadelphia has got the highest murder rate ever, and that's up 60% since he's been in office. In addition, he wants to legalize all drugs include, and create these heroin injection sites. We've got the largest open-air drug market in Kensington. In How that worked for San Francisco and Portland? Lafayette in the country. And then he wants sanctuary cities with an open border. And he un doesn't understand that brings fentanyl into our communities. And Pennsylvania has been hit harshly. Top five in the country in fentanyl deaths. That's why when the Fraternal Order of Police endorsed me recently, it was unanimous. They were so angry at Fetterman. Here's the catch. An interesting note, uh, my producer Brian uh, talked to me off air and he said, you know, Rob, have you noticed that there aren't a lot of Democrats calling to uh, disagree with you these days? You know, normally we get a Democrat and they kind of lie to get themselves on television and then, uh, or on radio, I should say, and then, you know, they'll spring on their thing and I'll have to get into a little uh, uh, discourse with them. But they're not calling these days. And I think, and, and listen, I'm not meaning to disparage you if you're a Democrat. Uh, if you're a leftist, I have a real problem with you, but, but uh, you're, you're probably part of the 75% who think the country's going in the wrong direction. Supreme Court justices have, uh, uh, well, at least one of them, uh, a, an assassination plot was broken up. You've got attacks on abortion, uh, well, on uh, crisis pregnancy centers around the country. And now Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted a second time in two days. Frank Collar told cops that, uh, that uh, they were transgender and uh, had just gunned down their family and threatened to shoot officers, and they were in her house. Here's MTG talking about it. Yeah, very serious and scary awakening. I have to tell you that. And, and I'm so thankful to the police here in, in Rome. They were incredible. They were professional. They did their jobs very well. 
So I, I was awakened by hearing the doorbell and knocks at the door and hearing people outside my bedroom windows. Um, I saw a few lights outside, but they weren't police lights, just a few lights. And I was very concerned, uh, not knowing who was outside my home. Jumped out of the bed, got got dressed, and I went. And when a situation like this happens, when you hear there's an active shooter in a home, the police officers don't just do a uh, walk up to the door and knock. They come uh, ready for a possible a possibility of violence. To pick up my gun. And all of it. Aha! Wait! 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 What did she do? Hold on. I, I was awakened by hearing the doorbell and knocks at the door and hearing people outside my bedroom windows. Um, I saw a few lights outside, but they weren't police lights, just a few lights. And I was very concerned, uh, not knowing who was outside my home. Jumped out of the bed, got got dressed, and I went to pick up my gun. There you go. And do you suppose if she went to the door with gun in hand, that it could have very easily resulted in police officers killing her for not doing anything? Unbelievable. There are no lows to which the radical left will sink. All right, so coming up, Andy Biggs is going to join us from uh, Arizona to talk about the border, among other things. Don't go anywhere. This is The Rob Carson Show. Republicans have sort of misread the landscape because, I mean, they're still talking about crime and inflation. Gas prices have been down for, what, like 60-some-odd days. Mitch McConnell today went out and just assailed President Biden for, cut, uh, for, for forgiving student loans, which young voters really like. Are they just misreading the landscape? Uh, no, but I think Joy Reid is. And by the way, I, I saw Joy Reid's hair last night. She looks unbelievable. I mean, really. Uh, on the Newsmax hotline, uh, one of my favorite guys, whenever I see him talking, whenever I see him on uh, on Newsmax or whatever, uh, Representative Andy Biggs from Arizona joins us on the Newsmax hotline. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the show. How's things today? Great, great. Thanks for having me. Good to be with you. Now, I, I think Joy Reid said that we maybe are uh, misreading the landscape about not only crime, but also this, this uh, student loan forgiveness thing. Uh, she thinks it's all sunshine and happiness because uh, young people are going to have $10,000 of their student debt erased. Uh, uh, would you uh, say that uh, everybody should be dancing around, uh, singing a happy song, or uh, kind of be kind of ticked off about the direction of the country right now? And this is the latest uh, insult to us. Yeah, this is... You know, 75% of the country are ticked off and don't like the direction the country's going. And this is just yes. one more giant step down that path of self-destruction. And so I think, I think you're going to see uh, inflation pressure continue. You're not going to see a bump for the Democrats in voting. But, but what Joy Reid did is she just made the cynical uh, statement, and she revealed the truth. And that is yes. this. They did this solely for a political purpose because they know they're going to get waxed in the uh, midterm election. And so, so they're going to try to buy votes. That's what this is, a, yeah. a vote-buying scheme. Now, did you hear? This is, uh, this is Liz Warren uh, uh, on MSNBC. Listen to this. It'll, it'll, it'll solidify what you just said. Do you wonder, is this the thing? I mean, how are you feeling about the chances of the Democrats holding on to the Senate? Is this the thing? I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. No. Wow, unbelievable. Uh, is there more money to people who identify as Native American uh, in this bill, do you suppose, uh, Representative? <laughs> yeah, I think, well, the good news for her is uh, it doesn't matter what the percentage of uh, uh, you claim to be Native American. But, 
But, I mean, I, I think ultimately uh, what Joe Biden is doing, he's also trying to segregate uh, money, make sure certain groups get more money than other groups. And uh, if that happens, if that's part of it, then it, it adds to the cynicism and skepticism we should all view uh, this administration with. Now, Andy, uh, our representative, I apologize, uh, Representative Biggs, um, in Arizona, uh, this, this new bill, this uh, this new uh, bill is 100, anybody making individually under $125,000 a year gets $10,000 off of their student loan, a household of 250000 What percentage of your um, of your constituents make above one twenty five individually or above two fifty individually? Yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be pretty small. I mean, thank you. Uh, probably sing, single digits at best would be my guess. And and I have a pretty affluent district. Yeah. But even in my affluent district, there's, there's only about thirty. I think thirty-seven. That's a little high. Thirty-three percent, thirty-four percent that have college educations. So everybody else is going to be paying for that now. Well, the thing is, if they wanted to just you know help out those who are suffering right now, they would have said under fifty thousand dollars. But they wanted to hit as many people as possible. They're talking 43 million people going to get $10,000 off their college loans, sir. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's the, that's the point, is, is they want to target enough people to, to, to have a chance to win the election. And they want to buy those votes. And so that's what they're going to do. The problem for them is it's going to, it's going to spur inflation. And the, the, ultimately, somebody's paying for it. And uh, that somebody is... Uh, is the grandkids yeah. of of voters, and that's who that's who it is. Let's uh, let's move on to another indignity suffered uh, at the hands of uh, Joe Biden and Democrats. That would be the southern border. Obviously, in Arizona, you guys are bearing the brunt of it. Um, I had read the other day that there were some gaps in the border being filled with shipping containers. Uh, what can you and what is the state of Arizona doing to stem this uh, this awful tide that is destroying our country? Well. Um, Governor Ducey's done a couple things, not the least of which is is the 3,000 linear feet of of these containers. Yeah. But by the way, Rob, this is so important to understand. Uh, those that that only covers a small part of the gap in Yuma. So so you're going to have yeah. it's just going to redirect everybody to come to a place where most people are coming to already. So that's the problem. But but also he's he's like Governor Abbott. He's sending people up. To uh, D.C., the legislature, uh, which shouldn't have to do this, has also put forth $500 million of state taxpayer money to go to do everything from help help with detention, help the local counties that are being overrun to provide services, and to uh, for law enforcement to, to be there. That's all because this administration is is welcoming in. Uh, literally millions of people every year illegally. Uh, Representative, I want to ask you what you and the Republicans are going to do uh, after the election if we get both houses, because I really do feel that uh, we are at a precipice um, and the American people are are angry. The American people want people not only <clears throat> to uh, to they, they want to see the FBI uh, investigated, possibly broken up, possibly people uh, going to jail over this this nonsense and i have a very funny feeling with people like mitch mcconnell in charge if things th- don't get done 
Uh, I hope you realize how angry people are, and they're going to want a lot of this stuff turned around, and they're going to want people to pay for the abuses and usurpations suffered upon them by this federal government. What is your plan, and what is your colleague's plan to uh, making things right in uh, in Washington? I'm glad you asked that. If you go to bigsforcongress.com, you'll get a link to my America First plan, which talks about policies, but it also talks about the oversight, the people that you got to bring in. And it's just a small list. And I wrote, I wrote it six, seven months ago, and, it's, and, and I could add on to it like crazy. So, so you need to bring Fauci in, of course. You need to bring in Merrick Garland. I, I introduced a year ago, this month, a year ago, uh, impeachment articles on Secretary Mayorkas. Uh, he needs to go. Uh, there's one for Blinken. There's, uh, you have to hold all these people accountable. And that's the oversight portion of my plan. The other, the other portion is how do you do this when you're going to have a Democrat in the White House, even if we get the majorities? So I tell you how you do that, how you leverage everything from must-pass legislation to these oversight hearings to get our, uh, to get our agenda through and to stop their agenda as much as we possibly can. If I'm with you, if we don't take remedial action, and I mean aggressive action against these bad actors and against these bad policies, I fear what 2024 will look like for the Republican Party and for conservatives. Uh, Representative Biggs, let me ask you <clears throat> that um, uh, when, when the when the election is uh, is over and and Republicans presumably uh, will be in charge. Um, uh, a lot of people have been talking about the president not being of a sound mind uh, and, and, and becoming sound body. Uh, there has been some discussion, and I think it should be absolutely serious discussion, to removing the president from office, whether that be by impeachment for crimes against the American people with the abuse of power and, uh, you know, uh, also the abuse of Donald Trump and also the possibility of the 25th Amendment. If something like that should happen, because I personally, and I'm just going to say it because my, my opinion is protected by the Constitution, I don't know how this president stays in charge of the country and in office until 24. The thought of this president running in 2024 is ludicrous. What happens if this president has to leave office and Kamala Harris takes over? Are you guys preparing any contingencies for that, or are you still uh, essentially trying not to say the quiet part out loud? Yeah, well, here's the, here's the deal. Um, they, the cabinet controls the 25th Amendment process. They're never going to do anything because they have their own fiefdoms now because okay. Biden is not in control. Biden is in office, but he's not in control of that office. Yes. So so we have to acknowledge that. And it doesn't matter whether he... Whatever, Are you... Susan Rice. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're, they're going to do it. So I, I think you go ahead with the impeachment in the House. You'll never get the impeachment vote in the Senate because you got it at 67. They're not, gotcha. they're not going to give him... Uh, they're not going to invoke the 25th Amendment because the cabinet basically says, let's say you're Alejandro Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security. He, he doesn't have to really answer to Joe Biden. He gets to do what he wants. Yeah. So they, they all have their own fights. So that doesn't happen. Um, what we have to do is we have to hold them accountable and start ratcheting back every bad policy that they've done. And then, then, then I think you have an impeachment hearing on President Biden because I think he's committed high crimes, misdemeanors. And you, you definitely have to get to the bottom of his China connection. Yes, sir. 
Yeah. Exactly. Now, we're talking about ratcheting back policy. Uh, give me a one, two, three. What are the ones that you want to ratchet back? I, I think this student loan thing is going to have to go. I think this inflation reduction at 87,000 IRS agents is going to have to go. What can you do? What can the Republican Party do to defund or stop these affronts to our liberties in this country? You're going you're gonna to use the budget process uh, because the House controls the origination of the budget process, and you just basically defund those 87,000. And you, um, you you basically wipe out the, the student loan forgiveness program. Uh, and th- those, go, that, those are no-brainers right in the budget process. But you're also going to have to do things like um, you're going to have to deal with energy uh, and make sure that yes. we can I- I- explore, extract, develop, and build refineries. Yes, And so that means you're going to have to attack the EPA and a bunch of other things, also using the budget. Then you're also going to have to um, uh, get after the border security issues. And basically, um, and that's why you get to restore the Holman rule, where you actually defund certain bureaucrats who refuse to uh, enforce the law. So, I mean, there's a whole set of things we can do right at the beginning. It just takes some great leadership to do it. Uh, Representative, we've we got to go in a second here. Um, how is the <clears throat> reaction right now? How is the mobilization of Republicans in the state of Arizona to change Washington, D.C. and uh, and state government in Arizona? I, I think it's good. Uh, I, I fear apathy because everybody's being told that it's going to be a red wave. I, yes. I just would say to uh, all Americans, not just Arizonans, if you love this country, you, you need to get out, uh, knock doors, make phone calls, write postcards, uh, help help good candidates get elected and, and get mobilized because that's the way we're going to take this thing back. Bigsforcongress.com. Um, uh, Congressman, I, I appreciate your time today, and I will tell you, uh, all of us are kind of on a, uh, a hair trigger as far as conservatives or would-be conservatives, and, and one slip, one, uh, one thing like w- whatever Mitch McConnell might do uh, could cause you to immediately, you know, the public to say, you know what? Enough. You, sir, yeah. I, I believe I believe you uh, have our best interests at heart. I follow politicians, and you are one of the, the few, actually, in Washington, D.C., that I really do feel like you have the, uh, the, uh, the concerns of the American people at heart. So I, I wish you the best in your, in your candidacy, sir. Um, it, it, one more thing. If you just want to say anything real quick to, to my audience and to those who would consider voting for you. Yeah, I would say, look, uh, there is a there is a difference. This is a an existential threat to the country yes, today. Sir. We've got to stop it, and uh, that's that's what I'd live for. That's what I'm going for, and uh, and we can do it. We yeah. we have to do it. Otherwise, this country doesn't persist. Well, very good, sir. I think if you uh, you are a proven conservative, and if you if you maintain that, I think the uh, the American people will be with you 100. percent I wish you the very best. Godspeed. God bless, and have a glorious weekend, sir. Thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Thanks. Let's do it again. All right. There you go. Uh, com. It's the Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. Dissent is not disinformation. It's the Rob Carson Show. If you get a chance to, um, the podcast is kicking some major uh, rear end around the country. And if you enjoy the <clears throat> the commentary, the comedy, the great guests like Representative Andy Biggs and others. Uh, Cash Patel tomorrow, by the way. 
uh, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. It's called the Rob Carson Show Podcast. If you would subscribe, it would be wonderful. Uh, Apple Podcasts is a place you can subscribe, and if you'd leave a five-star review, uh, that would be terrific. I would greatly appreciate it as the show continues to steamroll across the country. So... I am very sensitive to this uh, transgender nonsense that's going on around the country, uh, including and especially when it comes to young women who have struggled their entire lives to uh, make, uh, you know, to, to whether it may be a, an academic career or a, uh, an athletic career. And uh, we have had this, this unbelievable, what I call a psychosexual assault on women going on for years. And it's really come to a head the last year or so with Leah Thomas swimming for the uh, University of Pennsylvania. What most don't realize is the dreams that that jackass uh, uh, destroyed by uh, preventing at least two girls, two young women from being All-American this year, uh, preventing medals, preventing scholarships. It's nonsense. It's ridiculous. It must stop. And those who have perpetrated this on the American public, including those who would uh, prescribe um, uh, puberty-blocking hormones to children under 18 and uh, surgery, transgendered surgery, they need to go to jail. Uh, they need to find something else to do for a living. I 100% absolutely believe that if the medical establishment sold down the river at least a couple times the last uh, two years with COVID nonsense for cash for many people, for diagnosis, but also this uh, latest affront to women. And a female molecular bi bi uh, a geneticist at UC Berkeley uh, debated, was there debating um, the reason so many women are in fear of trans women in changing rooms and prisons. Now, again, I use the words psychosexual assault. When someone decides to be a woman and go into a woman's locker room with their penis hanging out, most people who are men uh, don't realize how ungodly, personal, invasive, and dangerous that is. Here is the molecular biologist at Berkeley. Trans women should be legally treated as women. Tell me why you're strongly disagreeing. Because I'm a molecular geneticist. Durr. Well, I'm not even sure. I'm <laughs> Everybody else is clapping. Okay, so tell me, tell me what that because I'm not a. I know I count on my fingers. I know nothing about genes. Well, thanks for preparing to being the MC. Being male or being female is a developmental process. You can't go backwards. What? So you can't change your sex. Like you cannot do that. And the truth is that currently in California prisons and prisons in other parts of the country, women are getting impregnated yeah. by other women. And there's just no way that I mean, this is against the UN. I, this is worse than how they treat women in Afghanistan. I, I'm not kidding. When after World War II, there was like a because here you have a an expectation of equal treatment and, and safety. I don't remember what body came up with this um, statue, but it was against, I, I believe it was the Hague. You, you cannot house female prisoners with male prisoners because they get raped. And that's happening today. And it's not in the news. It's not in the common news. Okay. But I, It's time for the insane people to be put out of power. Know about it. 
So, so that's the argument. For, so you're, I just well, want it's not only an argument. It's, it's the winning argument. There's no debate about what she just said. It's 100% true. You can debate all you want. Uh, you can even mass debate. <laughs> but you, you can debate all you want. It's not going to change the facts. And she just articulated them beautifully. It's a psychosexual assault. Absolutely unexpected. Absolutely unacceptable. If you are a woman who is down with men being housed in women's prisons and men competing with women, uh, you might need to look at your priorities. I'm just saying. And men, if you're down with it, uh, dittos. Because it's sick. Let's take a break. Come back. Wrap things up in just a second on the Rob Carson Show. Okay, guys, so that's going to do it for the show today. A brand new, we did a video for the uh, Fauci's Way, the uh, goodbye tribute uh, in uh, comedy that Jim Gossett did. It's a video. It's on my Rumble channel at Rob Carson Show. Uh, also, the epic monologue from today about uh, Joe Biden covering student loans, both on my Rumble channel at Rob Carson Show. I'm on Getter and also Truth Social at Rob Carson Show. If you go to all of those, I work real hard to populate them with Awesome, awesome material. Rumble, Rob Carson Show, Getter, and True Social. God bless you guys. Have a glorious day. Friday is tomorrow, baby. In the meantime, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.